<laughs> he deserves it, Yehuda. Thanks for coming, Yehuda. I wanted a, I wanted a study, Yashikoyach Rabbi Yisrael, for coming, a rainy night. I wanted to study three in Yanim, three topics with the Chevra. I want to start with a Drasha Saran, very famous Drasha Saran, but to, to, maybe, to maybe feel it a little bit. And to, it speaks, the, the, the Pasuk says, Silsala, that there's a, with Tyre you can like play with it a little bit. Somebody plays with their hair. Sometimes we know a piece of Tyre, you have to like feel it a little bit and hold it. So I want to be misalsal, a piece of Tyre, and I think it's impactful. I want to learn the Drasha Saram with the Hevra. It's, it's, it's number Gimel. It's the third, the third Drasha of the Ran. And he says a theory. I don't, I don't know if it's appropriate to call like a, he's a Rishan to say a theory. But the Ran says an idea. I don't call it theory. A Rishan says it. So the Ran teaches us Taira. The Ran says an idea that I experienced. I went to a gathering of Klal Yisrael. And the speakers were not so much, I was not like blown away by the oratory skills of the speakers. Now, it, it produced a lot of thoughts in my mind. And there's a lot to think about. When you have a kasha, don't, don't like run to a terrace. Something bothered me. Mitzad, you know, and it says Hashem puts leaders in the generation. And it's very important that we connect to our leaders. And our leaders connect to us. And Baruch Hashem, Klai Yisrael is gifted, and we're zeicher. We're not a dar, we're not like Alma in Yisrael. Hashem puts sadikim and leaders in every dar, and we're zeicher b'siyata d'shmaya. To have many sadikim and gedolim that understand us, and we feel understood, and we feel we understand them, and that's important. And a question, I, I, at sitting at that Maimed, where I felt there was a disconnect, so then the question is, did we put up the right people? And I'm not questioning, it, it's, these are important questions, and I feel we, we're zaychem, siyata d'shmaya, tav tzadikim, and gedolim, and go'inim, who understand us, and we understand, we understand them. We feel understood by them, and we connect. So, it's not a minor zach to sit at a big Maimed, and feel there's some disconnect is not a minor is not a minor thing. The question becomes who arranged the Maimid, who's asked the, you know there's questions, there's questions and healthy questions that one is in bounds to think about. And Basiat Shmaim, we're Zaych, it's amazing for anybody to look at Klayisrol, we're Zaych to beautiful Tzadikim and Gainim Hashem is so kind to our nation that we see in all all the periods of our life we're Zaych to see tremendous Tzadikim and Gedailim running us. And sitting at a moment where you're sensing, does the crowd connect to the speakers? The speaker, okay, Lavdafka, that event has the speaker who's, you know, but these are valid and important points to ponder and thinking about, to think about. And I'm sitting at this moment, like wondering this topic while I'm at this moment. And a thought occurred to me. And it doesn't fully address, but the Drasha Saran, I was like, I don't remember at the time, Menachem, if I remember the Drasha Saran. It's a Drasha Saran I've seen before, but at that moment, it like, I was misalsal in this piece of Torah, and I want to share it with you. We know Maish Rabbeinu is a Kvad Peh. 
And amazingly, this first Rebbe of ours had a speech impediment. However, we understand Kvad Peh, there was some difficulty in speaking. And Klal Yisrael is a gifted nation, and Maish Rabbeinu has some hesitation, because of his difficulty in speaking, sends somebody who Klal Yisrael can understand and appreciate, and there was some difficulty in expression. I don't know exact the nature of Kvad Peh. My wife, my wife is a speech therapist. So it's a point of curiosity, exactly what a kvad peh, something worthy of us studying, how does that express itself, to be a kvad peh, but one can understand, it's a big deal. One of the biggest shiurim in the world is Ashar Yeli. Anybody who's been zoichet to hear a shir from, it's a tremendous kiddush Clear Tyra and beautiful expressions. I called the Yid, I learned on the plane a Sefer that was explaining Diktukim in the Lashon of the Rambam. And I called the Yid, the Mechaber, I didn't want, I'm, a good, I'm, I'm, I'm not a big person at all. And I'm, but I, I, I clutch a little gratitude. I like to say for, like, thank him. I felt funny, like, he doesn't need me. This Talmud Chacham, this Rosh Hashiva, wrote a Sefer on Rambam. And he wrote beautifully, explaining very, like, subtle. The Rambam refers to Hashem different names, calls Torah all different names. And the Sefer showed each lush and how it's exact. And the Rambam's nuances in language are tremendously exact. So I called the author, I said, your Sefer is a Neuridike Kiddush I said, maybe name the Sefer. I was, Besiata Deshmaya, he said, you're Mechavim to Reb David Kohn. I felt good. He said, Reb David Kohn called me up. He got simpletons, called him, and he got, Reb David called him and said, you should call the Sefer, Kavadat He complimented, what a Kavadat that the Rambam's Lashonis are so precise. When something, when Torah is expressed in a beautiful and an exactness, it's a tremendous Kiddush Shemaim. Anybody goes to Rav Asher Yehlishir, it's a Neuridik, a Kiddush Shemaim. There's no Om in the whole Shir, and he expresses Divrei Torah in a way that's so beautiful. It's Kesu Lechem Esashir it's a beautiful song, and there's a tremendous Kiddush Shemaim to that. And Maish Rabbeinu says to Hashem, as somebody to lead Klal Yisrael and direct, and as such, send somebody who will speak and Klal Yisrael will understand. It doesn't have this, this friction. And the question begs, so why does Hashem send the Kvad? So, why does, so what's the Pshat? So the Drusha Saran says in something the Pesiat Shmaya I was Mechavin, or maybe sometimes we're Mechavin because we've heard it before, which is quite possible, Ravavi. But I sense that that crowd, what an amazing people we are. If the speaker would be shooting, speaking with great oratory skills, so you would say we're all sitting there and soaking it up. Because the speaker has such good skills, he's winning us over with such a powerful presentation. I said something in this mind that shows that what's winning us is the ideas themselves. The truth of the ideas themselves. The, you know, if you, sell, if you sell a bad car, if a guy is a used car salesman, and he sells a bad car, so he has to have tremendous selling skills because the item he's selling is junk. If you have a gorgeous car, it needs no skills to sell it. Tyrus Emes. Tyrus Emes, and it doesn't need big sales pitches. It doesn't need a smoothness. 
Tigris Emes. Often you learn, you learn with Bachram. We have people here say Shiurim, learn with people. You don't need to like sell Tyre and package it beautiful. It's Tyre Hashem. It's beautiful. And at that moment, we are, maybe it wasn't the speakers of the highest note, but Kuala Yisrael was listening and trying to understand and being impacted because we have something deeper than the chitzoniastic skills of packaging. The thing itself is precious and draws us and elevates us. And the Drasha Saran says this about the Kfad Pev Meishrabenu. That it's to show that he didn't win us over. And, and elevate Klal Yisrael because of chitzoniastic reasons, we were drawn by Emes, by the Emes of Tyra, by the sincerity and honesty of Maisha, and that's what drew us close. And all the packaging, that was, that's the Drasha Saran. I've experienced this different times in my life, and seeing this, there's something precious about the beauty of the thing itself, that it doesn't need all the packaging. That's, that's the Kfad Peb, Maish Rabbeinu, the Drasha Saran shares. There's an emiss to know about this with different Tyra. With different Tyra. The times with our own families, there are times, of course, that there's nothing wrong. We say it to our Tyra to Shabbos table, we want to say it, Kishmak. There's everything right in, in giving over a beautiful presentation and preparing it beautifully at Var Torah. I don't know if you've ever had this with your children that you want to share something. You almost don't want any packaging. I just want to, I want to, I want to read a Rashi to you, if you don't mind. Every once in a while in Yeshiva, even on Thursday nights we learn something. I just want to read a Rashi. Like sometimes the packaging can take away from the thing itself. A packaging can, can make something look beautiful. But the packaging also can distract. Let's just, let's just do this. Did you see this rash? It's funny, in a few minutes, I want to learn a rashi that moves me. And I, I, I want to like take any packaging out. So that's, the, that's what the Drusha Saran says about the Kfad Pev Moshe. And we were drawn and energized and uplifted Klal Yisrael by a Moshe Rabbeinu, by the MS that he taught, by the MS that he gave us, by the MS that he lived, that there was no speaking and oratory skills and other things that drew us to our Rebbe and drew us to our leader. It was the thing itself. I said in secular education systems, they very much like charisma for educators. A good educator is full of charisma. If you want to give like you have a subject that kids have no interest in, and you want to like sell them to study this, you get a guy, your mom is she's a good used car salesman. In the world of Tyra, in the world of teaching Tyra, and Ernstkeit, Emes, and sincerity will be much better. Take the Kfad Peh. It's not yeah, in our own hiring practices. Take the Kfad Peh, who's Emes, over the good oratory skills, but it's Chasser and sincerity, authenticity. So I think it's very relevant in many aspects, in many areas of our life. To me, like you look for a Rebbe, you look for authenticity, sincerity, honesty, and, and, and it, that works. That works. People, people connect to that and appreciate that. That's the Drasha Saran. You've seen this, you've seen this Drasha Saran. Gimel, yeah, the famous Drasha Saran. This week's parasha, we're, 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 we're speaking in parasha Shmois, Ve'era, Bahi, we're speaking about Maishu Rabbeinu. So I wanted to share this Drasha Saran. The second Indian, thank you, Rabbi The second Indian that I want to read, I want to read a Rashi. You talk about packaging. Let me read the words of Rashi. I'm very moved by two Rashis in the parsha. 
But these two Rashi's are moving. Rashi says, a Rashi that all of us know. But let's hazard it. Vayoyim Hashem al-Moshe. Emer al-Aren, kach matchan yodcha Shem says to Moshe, tell Aaron, in this dual leadership, they go together. Here Moshe is instructed to tell Aaron to take your mata and touch the Meimei Mitzrayim, al Naharoisam, al Yoreim, Valakmeim, Valkol Mikve Meimeim, and it will turn to them. And the question is, why is it Moshe bringing the mata of them? Why is Aaron Akain doing the Pu'ula? Says Rashi, Amar al Aaron, the Nile protected Maishu Rabbeinu when Maishu Rabbeinu was thrown into the Nile therefore he can't hit the Nile not the first Maishu Rabbeinu can't hit can't do any pool of hitting the Yam because the Yam helped him the Yam helped him, and the Yam helped him. It was Megan on Maisha. It would be a kafri type, it would be ingrateful to Maisha to touch by Dam and Svardeya. Again, by Kinim, by the third Makkah. Again, it says, Vayoyim Hashem o Maisha later. So you have Dam Svardeya, the third Makkah as well. Vayoyim Hashem o Maisha, Emerald Aaron, Eteas Matcha, Vahaches Afar Haaretz, Vayolikinim Chalaretz Mitzrayim. And again, Hashem says to Moshe, tell Aaron to take your stick and hit the Afar Ha'aretz. And it'll be Kinim. And again, you beg the question by Daman Svardeya. Aaron hits the water, not Moshe. Why by, by this third mark as well? So again, Rashi jumps in and says, Amaral Aaron, Lo'yhaya ha'afar k'day lilkois al'day Moshe. Moshe Rabbeinu shouldn't touch the afar. Because the offer saved Maishu Rabbeinu when he killed the Mitzri. This is like a little indirect. The water directly saved Maisha. The offer, this is like almost far-fetched. The offer, when he killed the Mitzri, he used the offer to bury the Mitzri. <laughs> it's, it, 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 makes me, it makes me smile because it didn't really work. The offer didn't even do a good job here. The water, Chatz Maishu Rabbeinu, got saved. The hiding, the mitzvah, it was Niskala, the Paroi. I could see a kid asking Rabbi Yechiel this. My Yisrael May wouldn't let me get away with this. No, the Talmud wouldn't let us get away with this. You say it's the offer saved him. No, it didn't. <laughs> he was caught. It, <laughs> it could be a game of a few minutes. It didn't, it didn't work. It may be bought him time. It's interesting. There's gratitude. It tried to do it. It was an attempt. Chachta offer. Tried to say. It didn't help him. Your top leader would ask to this. No, Rabbi Yechiel? They wouldn't let us get away with this. How did the water save him? The water chach saved him when, when he was put in denial. So the mitzvah... It's, it worked. Oh, I'm not saying the direct because he was only put in the water. In the water he was saved. I just mean that the mitzvah was hit and he was caught, Moshe. <laughs> it didn't work. Yehudi, you ask him to the kasha. It didn't work. I like your terrors that it bought him time. Lemaisa didn't work, but the gratitude. Whether it was an attempt, it almost saved him. He put it under the dirt to try to save him. 
So the offer is not kedai to be hit by Moshe Rabbeinu. It was Megan when he hit the Mitzri, maybe temporarily, maybe even just an attempt. And Vayitmenei, there's gratitude. I'm very, I'm very taken that at the time they're makos and there's retribution to Mitzrayim, which we sense as an Indian of year and harshness, they're like subtle midas being taught as our sensitivities. I like that in the world it's all ava, it's kulay ava. Kulay, beautiful world. You're talking at a time in our country is being clapped and beaten, and, but it's all, everything's the Hashem Echad. Emits din being expressed, the country is being pulverized. Dam Tzvardeya, people are dying, a country is being. And in the middle, my visual Yitzchak, if you ever see a Rebbe or, or a parent very upset, it's always a question is it cast Panim or cast? Is he livid and raging, or it's everything with dick and control? If you ever saw a Rebbe yelling at a guy, and he turns and he's like, not the guy, not the insult guy, he gives a little smile. And you sense the punishment is done by somebody, Kulay Bidas. It's the same Ava Beseder, and different, it dictates that same Midas Tavis, the same in control, dictates, okay, there are times the Chavra needs a good yelling. There's such a thing. But if you ever picture a Rebbe yelling and he smiles, Gashmechel, I picture in the middle of Hashem, there's Nairadika din going on here. Incredible din going on here. Really incredible din going on here. Naira, there's din going on. It's inj- I once heard a rub. I once heard a rub. I didn't agree with it. I, didn't, I did not appreciate what he said. I don't appreciate what he said. And I have other pshatim. He was explaining the, the eighth day of the last, the, the end of Pesach, like the second part of Pesach. The, the, he was explaining the, both the seventh and eighth day, the extra day, but he was explaining the second part of Pesach. We have days of Kodesh, we have Cholomayr, and then we have the second part of Pesach. What's the second part of Pesach? What happened different? Kriyas Yamsuf, we all know Kriyas Yamsuf, so Vaiter Nisim. What's Dom Svardeya, Kinim, Kriyas Yamsuf, more Nisim, what's... What's the chilk? A very intelligent question is Narchaim HaKadosh. There's very, we'll, we'll yet learn it. We'll yet, with Pashas Peshalach, we'll yet, we'll study it together. And we need to study it. This Rav was asking, what's the first? And he said something that I didn't appreciate. I, I still don't appreciate. He said, the first days are Avas Hashem. He said, the second day is Yerushim. You know, we can't just have Ava. He, he knocked at some schools. I might, I might know what he might have been referring to in the speech. It's like there's some schools that only teach Ava. They don't teach Yerushim. The second part of Pesach is Yerushim. It's three and we're dead. I think I, I was very upset. Not because you don't have to know Yerushim. And not the school he knocked, I would also knock. I was very upset. Are you serious? The Mitzrayim, Hitler is dead, and you're like describing, there's Abbas Hashem, but there's also Yerushamayim, and the Mitzrayim Lomaisa died. Is, is he like living with, I, I felt like he wasn't real with what's happening. I promised the Mitzrayim dead, I, we were dancing and singing on their bodies. I would jump up and they killed my kids. <laughs> I, I don't know what he was, he wasn't theirs. He wasn't, I felt like he wasn't, he didn't leave Mitzrayim. I wanted to help him get out. I felt he didn't leave. Like, there's an Indian, there's such a thing in Svarim. I felt he misunderstood, to be honest. 
a good yid, but <laughs> he's talking about the Mitzrayim dead, and like, it's this Yerushim, this is, it's devastating, you're devastated by what? They killed us, the Nazis. When Hitler died, no devastation. None. None. I'll jump on him. None. B'Simcha Rabbah. I'm sorry. You know, you, maybe you're on different madragas. You don't say Shira, Maisiyah, De Toivim Bayam. I hear there's such an Indian. Ramesi's <laughs> with me. That, I don't think the second day is Pesach. The first day, we're like Malay Simcha. The second day is like a Shtikal Teshubah. No, no. The Mitzrayim. Nayudik Az Yashia Maisha Gishmak. I, I don't know. I, I think he asked, there was things he was misinterpreting. I didn't look at it that way. Beseder. Lemaisa. Lemaisa, this verse, it's funny, it just hit me. What, he, what I think more, what hits me more, so he was like expressing that people dying, it's so sad. I don't know if that's how we viewed it, the Mitzrayim being killed. I want to say something else, the time of din. Din is coming, that's a tremendous din. There's very happy din. Din is not always said. We were very tzufridin with this din. When the Russia gets knocked, the Ibud Risham is very, it's happy. My daughter's name is Rina. It's tremendous. There's no, now we're like a little bit sad. Ibud Risham Rina. The Risham is being clapped, and we're very, very, very happy. What I want to express is that when Hashem's expressing Din, the Shmeichel, that what the teachings of Din is like subtle teachings of Akar Satayv. Aaron hit the Yam, not you, my Shrabbeinu. Karsatayv wouldn't be appropriate to touch. In the middle of lessons of harshness of din is tremendous lessons of kindness, of gratitude, of delicateness, of don't touch the yam. It wouldn't be appropriate to put your hand on the yam. The shmeichel in the middle of din, that Hashem, it's all cast upon him. And everything's with a cheshbin and with an exactness. That to me is very brought out that in the middle of the teachings of din are teachings of subtle, of racham of don't clap. Don't clap the, 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 the yam, Moshe. The yam protected you, Moshe. Don't touch the yam. In the middle of din, that there's, a, there's a, such a smile in the middle of din. There's such a sense that in the middle of din, Shema Yisrael Hashem Lokeinu Hashem Echad, the same Hashem, one Hashem dealing with tremendous cheshben and exactness of, of Racham, of Akol Masav, I see a lot of that in the middle of din, that there's such teachings. But I want to, this gratitude. So what's the second new Oh, that we're not talking about. That's a good question. So, that, what's the second day? Yeah, that's there's a sugya. There's a sugya of earning. We'll talk about it. Hashem gives, and then we have to earn ourselves. The second day, pays what we earn. That's I. What, what I was just bringing out from the rav that he was describing the moments of din. There was a truth to what he's saying that there's din going on. I think that that aspect that we were sitting there and it's not just avas Hashem. That din brings avas Hashem. Ibud Rina. His next ice, there was din for sure, there was din, but din l'rishon. That's tremendous. That's a chizuk. That's not like bringing it out. That's like a tougher day. That's not, there's not like the balance to Abbas Hashem. It was Abbas Hashem off the charts. We were, he did din to those that tortured us. That was a tremendous feeling of Abbas Hashem, supreme Abbas Hashem. The kids are at Varm, I say. The kids are at Varm is that. 
that we're taught here lessons of gratitude and appreciating. And Maish Rabbeinu doesn't touch the yam, because the yam did good to him. Maish Rabbeinu doesn't touch the offer which attempted to do good for him. Which Chach attempted, Mamish, Dak Menadak, it didn't work, but Abifart, the Afar did its job loyally, trying to protect that, that you shouldn't get in trouble, she got in trouble anyway, and Nachdem, there should still be gratitude, Akar Midas, Midas that we have to acquire, that even on obviously inanimate items, but a person doesn't turn off and on, Midas Tavis. You don't turn. I have things. I'll tell you something funny. Like I play ball with my kids. I make them run back on defense. I don't look at it. It's only a, it's only a game. But you don't turn off and on attitudes and a work ethic and all different types of midas. You don't turn on and off in life. Oh, this situation. There's there's unhugged clap inanimate items that if a guy is ingrateful to things that are good to him, so then when a person does good to him, you don't turn midas of kinyani anefesh. That are deep in a person. The same guy who bangs the yam, so then the human being who does have feelings will bang the human being. These are deep hanhagas and midas that you can't turn on and off. There's mice with Reb Schwab from Munsi. Reb Schwab's atzal from Munsi famously clothing that he already used. He would be very, very careful with his clothing, old clothing. He wouldn't throw it in the garbage right away. He'd like bundle it up. He would thank the clothing. It was big mice him that, that he it was on hugging a person. You can imagine to people who did him tivis. He had a certain very big sense. So to, to waiters serve us. It's true everywhere we go. We can become so um we have opportunities to acquire Tifa Midas and to feel good, to build tremendous connections to people, to build tremendous connections to ourselves, ultimately to Hashem. Each time a guy goes to a restaurant and somebody waited, I grew up, it left an impression. My father always thanked the toll booth guys, but very earnest. Wasn't it? Oh, thank you. The guy led us through. He picked up the thing, you schmack, but he, you saw a sincerity. It wasn't like try. It wasn't, I didn't take it. I still don't take it. It's good for the kids to see. It was, it was his own unhug of being a present person and feeling somebody let me. I went out with a few bachram. Such a person was serving us. You could have such good feelings if you're present to a situation. You come, you have good feelings, you have such gratitude, you appreciate this fine gentleman who's working hard and serving nicely. You appreciate him. You push it, appreciate him, and you have gratitude and appreciation. You're better off for it. He's better off for it. Your life is better off for it. The Torah is teaching us of Maish Rabbeinu not banging the yam. The yam protected you, and he sees a yam, and he's filled with warm feelings of a yam that protected him. And attitudes of gratitude. He has appreciation. He's not going to bang hard on the yam. The yam appreciates him. It's unclear to the Talmidim of Rav Gosman, but in, in Netzach HaToyer in Eretz Yisrael, he used to water the lawn. And I know Talmidim, they're chayshish. They I don't know if they know if he ever said it. I don't know. I've heard different Talmidim say he did say it, he didn't say it, but he felt he was saved during the Holocaust in the forest. And Talmidim suspect 
that he had a soft spot. He had a soft spot for trees, for vegetation. They, they, that protected him. There was a gratitude, of course, the, of course, attitudes of appreciation of what he went. And of course, it was traced back to the creator of all. But of course, that made the Taivas created back to the one who created the Yam and created the Chayel. But the attitude that he wouldn't lay his hands, that in a pool he wouldn't lay his hands on that which was good to him, that's a, that's a precious and important attitude that one can acquire in life. It's inspiring to read in the Makos and to hear it. We could yet, as, older, as, as we're getting older, be inspired. I specifically want to point out that in the middle of Din, we're learning such lessons, subtle lessons of Midas Tavis and exactness. In the middle of Matzvah, then to me is like a smile from Hashem, that everything's very coming from the same Hashem. That's something to learn from here. But lessons of gratitude ourselves for people that do good to us and good that we received of noticing it, of being, it's important to us and a busy life and a busy world that we can forget the little things and the little gratitudes that we have. I wanted to share this incredible Rashi with the Chavah. The last thing I want to, I want to share, I was Zaycha this week. I wish, believe that the next time I'm going to bring you the Tzvi. I was Zaycha this week to go to Williamsburg and meet with, with a group of beautiful Yidin, some, some Chassidish therapists, very beautiful people who are helping people feel and experience really I was very moved quality people who are helping people feel and process emotions and I was very moved by the experience they themselves seemed to me to be very big people very Ernst and Chashuvim who, who themselves worked on people and helping people work through life and, and develop closer relationships to Hashem and I want to, really because of them, this is on my mind, I want to share this with the Chevra here. I came back a week ago, Maish from Eretz Yisrael. Most of us here, maybe even safely say all of us, Danny, learned in Eretz Yisrael. One of the things, all of us, or most of us, a very striking thing about being in Eretz Yisrael is how excited they are by rain. There's a rainy day here. In America, let's be honest, most of society rains like grumpy, and you hear on the radio a miserable day, and then you have like a frummy who speaks about rain and enjoy rain, gishmak, beseder. But I'm just telling society, <laughs> society, I'm not saying they're right. Society grumbles about rain. They call it an ugly day. I'm not, I'm not saying they're right. But, but in the world, in the world, you go places that grumbling about rain. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not condoning. I'm not, I'm not condoning. But it's instructive that you go to Eretz Yisrael and everybody's excited. It's nothing to do from a little more from a little needs a little chizik and being from, everybody's excited by rain. Your taxi driver like lectures you, ah, he's like going wild, how geschmack the air is after a rainstorm. He's like fired up. Like, like a, the, the whole country is like excited. It's a sugya and a topic, and they're excited. It strikes anybody who lives in Eretz Yisrael, is like to learn in Eretz Yisrael. They're excited by rain. The society is very, very, and they're talking about it. it's a little bit chaser. They, they talk about the 
in Tveria, the water is low, the Yamam, it's, it's like a conversation. It's, and people are like busy with it. And in America, like, no, I never heard anybody talking about the water supplies. It's like unheard of once in 30 years. The only guys I hear weather are the skiing guys. I'm worried if there's enough snow in Vermont. But I never like rain. It's not a sogyu. It's not nobody talks. And in Eretz Yisrael, it's such a sogyu. And it's striking that Mitzrayim is the place of the Nile. Mitzrayim is the is the country of stuck. It's a stuck place. And what's in Mitzrayim is the Nile. The Nile's dependable. The Nile you have, you know it's there. It's called Gan Yeret. The whole Mitzrayim is security. Mamish so secure. And then Eretz Yisrael is a place of worry. Will it or won't it? The rain. It's a sogya. And it's so interesting. The country that's gullus, that's distant, that's dark, that's stuck. It's the place of the dependable Nile. And freedom, megishmat. Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Zavas, Cholavudvash is the place. Is it going to rain? Is it not going to rain? Very interesting. I want to say, I want to say as follows, Yitz. I used to get frustrated. In yeshiva, we'll have a big event, and a bacher misses the event. For some geschmack, it could be all different types of events. The guy misses the event. Not only did he miss the event, he's in the door and he drinks that night. Or well, he does some other schlechtezach. And I always was bothered double. First of all, you missed the event. Like, Chachi had struggled to drink normally. Okay, I hear you were bored. That was a good event to go to. There was something geschmack. You missed and you avoid. I had years, I made in my house for years, Einig Shabbos. Many a time a guy leaves, he's tired. He leaves the Eine girl. He's very tired. And then he's up hours and does shlech bezachim. So why do you leave? He goes, I don't know. And I want to explain. At every Einig Shabbos, every chasna, I just went to a beautiful chasna. Many of us went this week. There's the external event and the internal event. Let's get honest with each other. A chasna is beautiful, singing, dancing, a chasna. But can we be honest that it brings up anxiety? Maybe I'm the only one, I don't mind. Inside, there are anxieties. You see this one, how do I respond? That one, am I doing? You have all different. There's a world within of feelings and discomfort and insecurities. All different. Will I get a bracha? Won't I get a bracha? Why didn't I get a bracha? All the own insecurities that all of us live with. All the different things. Did I dance kishmak with the guy? I'm a little awkward in dancing. Did I dance enough? Did I schmooze with that old friend enough? I want to see him. I don't want to see him. I'm happy to see him. All different. We're all human. And there's worlds inside of us. The guy, what I started happening over the years, in Oineg is a very difficult place. There are all different things go on. When you don't want to feel, you leave. You're tired. It makes you tired. Whenever we feel emotion, instead of feeling, we just get tired. I know myself. If there's something emotional, I just find myself tired. I listened to a bacher for an hour this week on a certain zach, and I tried to be Yehud Very hard. I really was feeling him. I got in my car. I drove home. I said, why are you coming home? I said, I can't. I'm, I can't. I couldn't function. I was tired. I heard him out. I, I felt what he was feeling. I couldn't. I lost my kayak. I drove home. I went home. I couldn't. I couldn't anymore. If a person feels, so he gets, this guy leaves the Einig. I used to look at it two things. We had an event. Not only you missed the event, you drink. That's the same thing as drinking. The drinking is you're avoiding all the feelings. It's hard to feel. 
People drink at a big gathering because it's hard to be at the gathering. You have all different... And the beauty of, list, of living with that world bifnim, you get places. Hashem created us with beautiful inner feelings. The Bali Musr of old, and I learned this as a youngster and I missed it. It's in Tanuas HaMusr. Bali Musr of old would say psukim for hours with Menachem. They would say over, my Chazal, and they would say it for hours. So a good yeshiva guy, he tried it sometimes, Gishmak. Say over again there, I wasn't imitating the Bali Musr. I missed it. I want to explain it to my friends. Do you know if he said it over and over that means that he was living that I feel jealous? I didn't, wasn't taught this. I missed it as a kid. I shouldn't say I wasn't taught it. He was saying, why was he saying that over and over? Why was he saying that Chazal du Bal Musr? Do you know what that means? He said, I feel jealous. He had a Rebbe called Jealousy. He's the best Rebbe you'll ever have. You're feeling something. Ah, I'm feeling jealous. Shmack. Whoa, I'm jealous of him. That's it. It's very normal. Hashem made me that way. Wow. Experience what you're feeling. Sit in it. Experience it. Validate it. Hashem made me that way. I'm jealous. Jealous again. Wow. Sit in it. Sit in it. Don't give a tarot so fast. Sit in it. Ah. I'm jealous. I still feel it. And then you, you experience a feeling, identify, validate, and then talk back. Don't talk back too fast. You get from before you feel it. You don't stay from. You don't become from. No, learn. Study. The tragedy is when we don't experience. If Kairach, Chazal tell us Kairach had kinah. If Kairach would have felt his kinna, he would have been the Rebbe of Klal Yisrael, of Einadam Nagem, Mashemuchem Chaveri, Kemalenima. But instead, he ignored his jealousy and it owned him. Feel, feel, don't run away. It's beautiful to feel. Eretz Yisrael is gorgeous. It's a land that people aren't certain what's going to be. It turns into prayer and emuna and a beautiful society. You want to know what this country of stuck is? You have the Nile, Gishmak. Nobody feels, nobody's worried. That's the country, that's Mitzrayim. It's the city of stuck. We all have our versions of the Nile. We all have our ways of just not feeling and not experience. And then you're in this country of stuck all your life. You ignore, you pretend, you make believe it. <laughs> Make a l'chaim and feel nothing, be tired and run out. So experience, it's rich to experience. And from that place of insecurity, you know how many lessons you learn? From the world within, of all different feelings, we, we, we incorporate, we put it in our fingers, our toes, our, our knees, our whole, but you bring ideas into yourself in the place that we feel. We bring myridic ideas. I love that Eretz Yisrael is the place where they pray for rain, hopes and dreams and worries. And Mitzrayim is the place, security of the Nile, and nobody's worried. There's no world of Pnim in Mitzrayim. That's a Kulai place of stuck. There is no process of Pnim, of grappling, of wondering. Parai has no choices, like so Gishmak for Parai. His heart is hardened, and it's just you experience and you do, there's no place of choice. You minus a whole world of grappling. 
of struggle, of difficult, of unsureness. It's in that place where we have choice. And in Mitzrayim, that's eliminated. King of stuck is the most stuck. He eliminates the whole place of indecision, of uncertainty. Mitzrayim has a Nile. Parai rocks the Nile. That's, that's his place, a place of the certainty of the Nile. We just, that's how we live. What a horrible existence. A flat existence, the beauty of all the difficulties that we experience and turn into faith and prayer and all different ideals and values, be uncomfortable, live in that place. I was so moved to be with Yidin who are willing, it's the revolution, to me it's Pashat, it's the revolution of today, of people who are feeling and processing and experiencing and bringing all our parts to Avinu Shabbat not ignoring, not pretending, not denying, working through and bringing our whole essence to Hashem. Every part of us, every worry, I can feel it, experience it, talk back to it, bring more emunah and more. I turn more of me into an Ebed Hashem. A guy, a, a Bach of his telling me, like, I tried, I did what you told me, and I'm still jealous the next. I said, What are you kicking your Rebbe out? <laughs> you have such a fest, the Rebbe calls money, stays, use him. He's going to teach it to other parts of you. He's back another day. Excellent. Geshmak, welcome the Rebbe, the kin is back. Sit down again, one more time. Okay, feel, feel what you feel. If the Balmus said for hours and days, what were they saying that to? To a feeling of jealousy. That's what you talk and you speak. Hey, I noticed somebody has something. Hey, I'm just. And he didn't kick the Rebbe away, maybe for weeks. Hey, I noticed the Rebbe's back. Okay. Welcome the Rebbe once more. Thank you, Rebbe, for coming. He feels, he experiences. From that place, you learn, you process, you incorporate, you bring, you, you develop from that place where we experience and feel. And the other alternative is a place of Mitzrayim. We're completely unaware. We eliminate a world of Pnim. There's no process, there's no development in such a world. Things are stuck. Everything's flat. What you knew, you knew. What you don't, you don't. What you were, you are. Nothing. It's a land of stuck. It's denial. Everything's right there. <laughs> it's not, this is a land of, there's a whole dimension to a person of all different difficulties and difficult feelings and experiences that you can acknowledge and process and work through and become a free person. Fascinating that the land we yearn for the whole rain subject that's all so delightful that there's worry and expression of Amuda at a topic and then there's gratitude that it turns into it's delightful there's no question that the rain is much more appreciated than the Nile there was no worry before the, there's no worry associated with the Nile it's just there and is and the person is just static and stuck and Eretz Yisrael, there's a whole... You either got Eretz Yisrael and they're upset about no rain or they're fired up about rain that just has One of the two. That's like marking of society. They're beautiful. Beautiful land of Rochnius, of Epinemius, of worries, of prayer, of gratitude. That would define Eretz Yisrael, the land that it matters when you pray the same Talumater and when you appreciate It's a land that lives with rain. And Mitzrayim is a land that it's, rain is just ugly. Rain, to have it, to not have, we have denial, we have, we have what we have, we have what we had.